Welcome back to Self-Revelations. It's your boy, B-Dev. And I am Juan Moreno. Once again, we're back with another episode of Self-Revelations. We just want to thank all you guys for showing your love and support 24-7 with all of our accounts. You know, all of our accounts have continued to jump throughout the, the weeks and months. You know, only being six months in, we, we genuinely appreciate you guys. Like, for real, for real. And, um, you know, we know that, you know, a lot of stuff that we're putting out, you guys are you know, swiping up on us, reposting, doing all the stuff that you guys genuinely don't need to do. So once again, we want to say thank you and that we love and appreciate every single one of you guys. But, um, you know, back now to get back on track, Wanavelli, how's your week been? How's everything been for you? Man, it's been good. Honestly, I feel like I always start off like that too. Man, it's been good, even <laughs> though I've been like struggling. But like, it's, it's actually been going great though. Like um, one of the realizations that I got was um, sometimes like us as people we're so stuck on judging people instead of like cherishing and loving them so you see all day like at work or on your daily life or especially with family that we're constantly always trying to like point out the negatives or point out things that somebody could work on or should work on that we take away the ability to love them for like their stuff that they are unique in and that they offer you that you never got from somebody else. So that's like one of the things that I had to work through, you know, conversations I had with you um, last weekend, I had a great conversation and, you know, played golf, tried, you know, like, you know, learning golf at the same time, having like very, very deep conversations of like the things that I was struggling with and what I was choosing to look at. Mm -hmm. And once I realized like, Oh, I was looking at a situation with, um, in a way of judgment instead of like cherishing the person and being actually happy and content and grateful. Um, I started to realize like, Oh shit, I was looking at all the wrong things. Like I forget that you get to choose what to look at. And I was looking at all the things that was causing these problems or potentially it wasn't, I didn't have a problem, but it could have built to a problem or I could have made a action. I could have made a move based off of emotion at the moment. So, Thank God, you know, that I have the ability to be able to sit and reflect and talk to the people closest to me and be fully, fully honest, fully transparent, not give a fuck what they think, but more of like, what, how can I get a new perspective? Like, maybe I'm missing something. So that's kind of been like the week for me is like, you know, choosing what to look at. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, you know, it can be difficult to genuinely cherish a situation or be you know beyond positive about a situation because of like you know our mind like you know some of these negative thoughts that we can't control or maybe someone's aura rubs you wrong and you're just like oh well this is bothering me in this way and you let that control over the fact of like this person being in your life is a blessing in a disguise so in the same sense like you know like my grandpa for instance you know we talk about genuinely cherishing somebody you know giving them the flowers when they're here, you know, being with them, you know, genuinely appreciating them and sh appreciating them and showing them while they're here. So, you know, my grandpa, it's always been like a, you know, I've always had a great relationship with my grandpa, but I was never, you know, going out of my way to go see him, spending time with him. We spent, no, we spent a lot of time with, you know, my grandparents and, and stuff like that, but not realizing it, you know, when I'm younger, like, dang, this is, this is my last grandpa. Like, this is, you know, my last grandparents. They're not going to be here forever knowing that, but not going out of my way 
hey, Grandpa, like, I appreciate everything you do for us, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, when he passed, one of the last conversations that we had, um, you know, he genuinely told me, like, you know, because he was sick, he told me, like, hey, there might not be a next time. And I remember sitting back and just thinking about it, like, damn, like, that was that was the last, like, we talked about something before that, but that was genuinely the last conversation that we had. So, like, for a year, it didn't, like, process for me because, you know, and I was back at school, so I couldn't come back and go to the funeral because he had, he had died as soon as I got back. So, you know, my brother and everybody goes to the funeral and stuff like that, but it was just hard for me because it's like, damn, like, having that feeling of, damn, I didn't cherish this person while they were here and, you know, and didn't put my best. Yeah, I was good to this person, but I didn't give them my best. And in the same sense, when my brother passed in 2019, it was the exact same thing. So I had two years. So, you know, we even talked about it, like, at Thanksgiving. And, you know, we're all together. We're chopping up. Like, damn, like, dad means it's getting short. Like, you know, like, you know, missing grandpa. It's like, it's weird. that Yeah, talking to my brother. It was the same situation. It's like, I never came out of my comfort, or not comfort zone, I would say, but come out of my own bubble to go, you know, appreciate him showing like, hey, hey, bro, like, I love you. Because you don't know, you never know what somebody else is dealing with. So, you know, just giving them that reassurance, like, hey, bro, I love you. Keep doing your thing. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. So we seen him. Thanksgiving, he goes back to Atlanta. And right before New Year's, right before I, you know, go to camp, whatever, just graduated, whatever it is. Boom, we get the news that, you know, my brother had passed. But it's just that thing where it's like, People are in your life for a reason, good or bad, regardless. But regardless of the matter, like, accept that and be cognizant of, like, the whole picture. You know, somebody might come to your life and be phenomenal, change your life for the better, but they might not be there no more. And that leaves an example for you and how you can be or how the limits that you can reach. Or someone can come in for, you know, the worst and teach you a lesson and that same thing. So, you know, genuinely cherishing somebody is is one of the things I'm still working on to this day. But, you know, with these lessons I've learned in my life, like, you know, when they're here, even though if you feel like you're even doing amazing with reaching out, being with them, like do more, you know, appreciate them, take more pictures, spend more time, spend more quality time with them. Give them roses regardless if they're male or female. You know what I'm saying? Like genuinely show love and appreciation for that person and not just talk about it. Right. Damn. Right. And that's why I look back at myself. Now I'm starting to like redirect my conversations with people. I mean, me and you, we're going to fuck around and joke around and like roast <laughs> the shit out of each other. But we can also tap into those like legit real conversations mm-hmm. too. And I look at my family and, and uh, friends too. Especially it's the family. I think... You could tell me, you know, who you are and who you think you are and all that stuff. But if I really want to know who you are, let me talk to your family. Mm-hmm. So and that's the thing that I even preach at work. You know, I'm in a leadership position. So I tell people at work, the way you are here at work is a reflection of how you are at home. So if you're lazy, taking shortcuts, being disrespectful, if I go talk to your wife or your husband, I bet you they might agree with some of the things that you do here. It's kind of a reflection of what you do at home. So if you're taking a piss on the damn toilet seat at work, I know you're taking a piss on the toilet seat at home. So, and, you know, 
to me, it's like the way you treat your family is like the best reflection of who you are. So, mm-hmm. and that's one of my things that I'm really working on. Like, yeah, it's so easy to treat the new person that you don't know and don't know you and treat them with all the respect and give them all the knowledge and be very, very positive. But like, can you do the same thing also with your family? Do you do that? You know? And that's one of the things that I work on is cause you know, I was raised in a very like pessimistic like household and I'm not even saying like, it was all on my dad or it wasn't all on my mom, but obviously they were raised from other people and those people were raised from other people. And then you have siblings and life situations, how they were treated as a child. So I just look at everybody as like older than me or about the same age. Actually, I'm sorry. I look at anybody who's an adult or even a teenager that I look at them like they were once a kid. So the way they are now, it was because of how they were treated as a child and whether they were conscious of it or not this is the outcome they're in. So I always see that, you know, the importance of having the love and respect from your family, because then I'll, I'll, it'll pour out and it'll show within when people look at you and talk to you, or they talk to you, they talk to your family about you. I think it says a lot about what they say about you. So I think there's a lot of truth in it. And when I think about the conversations that I try to redirect now, I try to, you know, not always, I don't need to always bring up the things that they need to work on, or I don't need to bring up the things that they lack of, or they suck at, or they're not looking at, because I'm judging, and yet I'm over here trying not to judge people. Like, at work, I don't judge people at all. I do a great damn job at work, but I'm like, well, how come I don't do that at home, though, with my lady, or how come I don't do that as much with my family, and... I mean, I do a great job. They know I love them, right? Obviously, I have great intentions. But sometimes I am judging them to the point where then they might not want to speak up about certain things. So now I'm working on just trying to, you know, redirect the conversation and just have a good time. Yeah. Like, you know, we went to the lake a couple of weeks ago for, like, Father's Day. And that was one of the best moments we had. And that was a spontaneous trip. And the main thing that we did was just have a good time and have, like, great conversations and, like, love and memories, good memories and also some of the things that happened in our life that has, you know, built us up at this moment, things and but then us both sharing what we can work on instead of the other person telling the other person what you should work on. You know, if that person wants to bring it up, then you have a conversation about it. But you shouldn't have to bring it up every single five minutes, you know, judging them. Mm-hmm. So especially with my lady too, like like being redirecting the conversation and just cherishing them. Cause I feel like us as people, we judge so much that we don't love people as we should, because you're not going to be here for that long. So, and that's kind of what I've been doing is just loving people more, cherishing them and building them the confidence with their strengths. Cause some people's confidence is on their weaknesses and that's ass backwards. Like your confidence should be your strengths. What are you good at? What people tell you're good at what you kind of know. So, and that's what I've been doing, just kind of redirecting my direction of conversation and perspective with people and then trying to elevate. If I'm trying to elevate somebody, judging doesn't do that. So, And, you know, sometimes it takes for, for me to fuck up and to see it and then to feel it and then talk to you and talk to everybody because I feel like the more you talk to people, the more you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what I kind of reflected on and my uh, own self-revelation that I had was I need to love people more. That's beautiful. That's beautiful because that's that's what it's all about, bro. People are too focused on, oh, this person doesn't think the same as me. So, 
they must be like this or he must be a bad person or this person's skin color is this so he he's black he has tattoos he must be this this and that you know what i mean he must be a thug or this person's white they must be racist you know what i mean or they're this religion i, I can't fuck with them or they're gay or they're whatever they're straight you know what i mean at the end of the day love one another and just you know just show love and appreciate each other at the end of the day yeah and that's why i try to look at people just as people you're human first like i don't want to look at you because of how you said your you know nationality your beliefs your opinions i I don't want to hold people to whatever they believe or how they look and i rather just come to you as a human first as in be kind because you might be fighting a hard battle too just like i am or you want to get to a spot that you're not there yet your mom might be sick. Your dad might be sick. You know, you're, you might you might have lost your wife last year. You know, like I try to um, be super respectful and kind to people, especially at work. That's my best practice. That's why I don't think I'll ever – I work a nine-to-five, and I used to have a bad perspective on it. But now I look at it like my playground. So it's like, you know, this is the way to practice, like all the shit that you read, mm-hmm. all the, the person that you want to be. I'm in a leadership position. Like this is perfect. Like, I'm trying to be a leader. I try to do it in my family. This is the place to do it. So it's like, now I get the opportunity to, like, actually practice it and try to treat people as people, not treat people as a color or um, an assumption or a judgment. I can actually train and practice it. And it's hard. It's not easy. Like, there's yeah. a lot of times where I'm like, somebody will, you know, I don't, I don't like, I mean, <clears throat> I try to say, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question, but yeah. there is. <laughs> like to me like sometimes i'm just like what did you just ask me that but i don't know what's going on in that person's mind you know mm-hmm. some people are not for me when you say when somebody says um i was paying attention but i messed up and I, for me i'm not the type of person that will let you enable that for me it's like if you paid attention you you wouldn't have messed up mm-hmm. so you didn't pay attention so you were either thinking about something or you were on your phone or, you know, you're, um, you know, got distracted with somebody was talking to you, you know. So I like to, like, you know, hold people to their word. Like, you know, be honest. If you messed up, I was distracted. I'd rather hear that than say, you know, I was paying attention, but I don't know. I, I, I Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Like, like blame things instead yeah. of take accountability. So, like, um, I try to... You know, it's hard to, like, look at people as a human sometimes because you're so used to, like, judging or stuff like that. So, and that's my my main practice is trying to look at people as a human first and treat them with kindness instead of being an asshole, (laughs) like, all the time. Yeah, facts, facts. And what was, because I know, for me personally, when I'm trying to work on things, bro, it's, like, a long process, especially when it comes to, like, things like that and having patience with people and, but for you, like, was there an experience where it was like, maybe you ran into somebody that gave you that same thing, like that, who you explained something, right? And right after you get done explaining it, he asked you a question about it that you just explained. So was there any like other like stories or things that happened like that where it forced you to be like, okay, let me, let me calm down. Let me, let me assess this. And you had to figure out what was going on with that employee. 
Oh my, that's every day. <laughs> oh shit, that's legit every single day. Cause some people, some people aren't good at just following a direction. Mm-hmm. Some people they like to see a demonstration. Some maybe are good enough to just hear what you're saying and articulate it within themselves, pick part the sentences, and you know, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, the type of listening, selective listening. Mm-hmm. So they'll pick apart whatever you're saying and then do their best to try what you just explained. And so for me, I will then, you know, let's, let's say I'm showing somebody like a new process. I'm showing them a picking process when it comes to selecting orders that need to be shipped out today. So then I will walk them down through the process. And my thing is I try to, I do this. I don't know how people feel about it, but like I talk to everybody like if they were five years old. So I, try to keep it as simple as possible because i feel like the worst thing you want to do is to explain something that you understand in your head and expect for them to understand what you have in your head i think there's like confusion that happens so i try to then articulate it as simple as possible and i will think i did a great job and then like they will ask me a question that i answered the first 10 seconds of like be careful of this or don't do this and they might ask me a question or they might make the same. They, they might have made the mistake that I said not to do. And I was emphasizing the whole time I was training. Like, don't click F1. If you click F1, it's going to cancel your order. And then you might move on and you're going to combine two orders. So and I will say that throughout the whole I'll say maybe 10 times within five minutes. And then they'll come back and they, oh, F1. And, like, inside, I want to, like, what? Like, you know, say, what? I just literally just talked about this. I literally told you that's the main thing. It's in bold letters right here. Like, do not click F1. You have the paper on you. I want to say all that. But then I'll do, like, I'll do this. Like, I'll literally just breathe. Like, just, like, I'll, but they're not going to see me doing it. I'm not going to just, like, they come up to me and they start, you know, like, I messed up. And then I just... <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Because that's gonna make them feel worse. Yeah. And um, I treat them. I treat people how I want to be treated. So I expect. I want somebody who's gonna be very calm. And to hear me out. And to not, you know, make me feel more bad about myself for making a mistake. So I will like literally breathe, and I'll listen, and I'll literally respond. You know what? Maybe I could have done better. Maybe maybe I didn't say it enough. Maybe I should have walked you through it instead of telling you to do it without you first seeing it by hand. So let's walk through this again, and I'm going to show you. And if you have any questions or before you do anything, please just come find me. Mm-hmm. So I would like just keeping calm and keeping the same, um, f- uh, I don't know how to say this, but the same frequency wave of my sound, mm-hmm. like very monotone. I don't even know if that's the correct word, but yeah, being very monotone with my with my voice, very just calm and collective. Don't let it spike up or down, and try to put them in the best position to understand what I'm saying. Because people like to be like, "Oh, he's not listening," or I showed him ten times, and just blame it on that person. But I think it's you. It's maybe might be the way that you're articulating and how you're trying to deliver this process or this message that the person is not receiving. So I look within myself first. Maybe I did something. Maybe I messed up. There's sometimes it's actually that person too. But what am I going to do? Point him out and make him look stupid? Mm. I don't think that's going to help me or him. So I will then just reassess, breathe, 
take it even more slower and show them that person with demonstration and hopefully, which they do actually 100% of the time, they'll then grasp it better. They're going to make mistakes and that's okay. That's fine. I'm good with that. But as long as you get better at it, then we're good. Yeah. We're all human at the end of the day. But damn, that's hard. Like, bro, I just explained it like two minutes ago. I said it yeah. 10 times. And then you go ahead and do exactly what I tell you not to do. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. I know all types of toxic shit be popping up in your head, oh right, when it happens. God. I feel like the little blood vessel is just about to <laughs> pop. <laughs> but I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm but inside, now. <laughs> inside, yeah, I'm po- I have to be positive. Force myself. But inside, I'm thinking about just giving you a fucking Stoke Cold Stunner or <laughs> RKO. <or something. laughs> but I'm just literally just, I'm very stoic and calm. But inside, I just want to just give you a Mike Tyson uppercut. <laughs> like, <laughs> <start popping> up. <laughs> right here. But yeah, oh, no. it's not easy, man. But it's worth it. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that you being in that leadership position and you taking accountability, even when, in all reality, let's be real. When they fuck up, mm-hmm. it, it speaks volumes about your character. And everybody sees that, too. Because it could be somebody that maybe you only have to tell once. And as soon as that person asks what you t- explain, they look over like, bro, he just said that. Like, But how you respond, they're watching that, too. You're being watched at every moment. You know what I mean? So when you get that next promotion and you bump on up, no one's going to sit there and question you. Because they're like, hey, bro, that's a good-ass person. And if someone speaks on, on your character, someone's going to check him like, Nah, bro, like, I've been working with him for three years. He's never disrespected me or talked down on me at all. So, so fucking... Man, go into that. That is so true, man. I see that in my experience right now. Like, the way you hold yourself consistently consistently, mm. when nobody's looking, and especially when people are looking... I mean, sorry. When people are looking, it's easy to act, mm. you know, a certain way. But then it's like, how are you when people are not looking? Mm. And if you, you do that consistently, and you... Uh, me, so this is what I do, right? You know, I my my mentality is um, somebody's looking. Mm. You might do some slight shit and you might underhand somebody and s- steal some money, and that person might not ever know, but somebody's seen it, mm. and that person might be you that did it and seen it yourself. So that's gonna be here forever, subconsciously, exactly. consciously. I'm sorry. So I feel like I I literally every time. And they, I'm telling you, they legit could be nobody around. And I know, because I might be the only person in that building, but I will still act like the cameras are on or like mm. somebody's watching me mm. to then put me on my shit and to not do what's convenient, but do what's the right thing to do. So yeah. go into that. Like, what do you think about how, um, I don't know if you've experienced it. You're, you have people around you, right? Or that you've been working with or know for years. And you've been consistently yourself and whatever the hell that means, whether it's humble, nice, respectful, you know, very mm-hmm. um, genuine or very gentleman-like. But then if somebody you meet for the first time maybe, maybe didn't start in the right spot maybe, that then went to somebody who does know you and was like, oh, yeah, B-Dev, dude's an asshole. Like, I don't know if you ever experienced that or if you ever, um, yeah, if you've been through that. No, I, I wouldn't say I've been through that. Um um, any of my jobs, actually, because, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, talk bad about someone who is respectful and doesn't really talk or talk shit to anybody. You know what I mean? I do my business and get out the door. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, with the jobs that I did have and even like, you know, the job I have right now, you know, playing professional ball, like, like, no, because, you know, it's it's different. It's different than being in, you know, a warehouse like you're building bonds with people that like 
you don't know when their last day it is, and you don't know when your last day is. So it's like, and you guys are with each other 24-7. You guys live, like, you know, in the same apartment building. You guys are practicing every day together. You guys are hanging out, you know, going to shop, do all this different stuff with each other. So it's it's like a different, it's like a brotherly bond. So, and and I feel like everyone's genuinely, you know, I, I don't assume that anyone's, like, talking about my back or doing anything, but, you know, that bond that, like, you build with people, especially, like, in this atmosphere, you know, I, I feel like it, it lasts a lifetime. You know, I have people that I play Pop Warner with that I'm still cool with. I have people I play high school with that I'm, you know, cool with. College, you know, that I still reach out to that's in Texas or playing wherever. Um, so it's just, it's just, you know, it's a different type of brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, going back to what you, you were talking about earlier, um, you know, about, you know, you always feel like the when the cameras are on or whatever, you still want to hold yourself to that standard. And like me looking and seeing somebody in a position of power that maybe they only bust their ass when their boss is here. I don't really respect that. I respect the motherfucker that come in every single day and grind and work and treat everybody with respect, have a smile on their face. Like regardless, regardless of like how what day they're having or whatever it may be. They come in every day ready to work, treating people right. I respect it. I respect a, a real leader. You know what I mean? Not just like, oh, someone's watching. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hustle and do all this stuff that I have never done in front of anybody. But you know, it, it's it's just from my point of view. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel about when people say maybe something about you that you might not agree with? Like, how do you feel about? a certain person that let, let's say they do say something negative about you. How do you feel about that person? They don't know me better than I know me. So it doesn't really matter. It's in one ear out the other. You can say whatever you want to. I know me more than you. I've spent way more time than you've spent with me. Right. And, um, you know, if someone has genuinely know, known me, they, they wouldn't speak in bad turn when it comes to me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not going to talk about people behind their back. I'm not going to do all that, the gossip and shit. And, I'm going to stand on what I believe 24-7, regardless of who's around. Um, I have a question. <clears throat> Hopefully you have an answer. <laughs> what, are, what are some things you think you could work on when it comes to taking disrespect? Oh, a lot, bro. Like, um, I got to work on, like, how I respond to it when I hear it. Like, my initial response is, like, hit them or get mad or confrontation. You don't have to be like that because nine times out of ten, the stuff that they're saying or talking about, or if they're like, Juan, you know what? You suck. You're not a good person. Nine times out of ten, they're talking about themselves. So when someone does, you know, come to me with maybe a negative approach, talking about me in a negative light, you know, I just smile, laugh it off. Um Oh, why do you feel like that? Oh, you feel like this? Why do you feel like that? Why do you feel like that towards me? Okay, like, your response is going to tell me everything I need to know about you. Oh, this person is actually hates themselves. So that's why they're spreading so much negativity. Or you'll see somebody and you'll be like, everything they do, everything that comes out of their mouth is negative. So it's like, damn, why is this person constantly going one by one by one to each person and being negative? Oh, we're about to go to Walmart. I hate Walmart. Okay, we're about to go to Target. I hate Target. Target sucks. 
Okay, my nigga, stay back. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, I don't know. It's just, it just all depends. But the main things I need to focus on is how I react to it. Not getting frustrated or flustered. Let anybody control like how I feel and you know ruin my day because of one thing they said. They said, you know what I'm saying. Um, and uh, not like taking things personally when it comes to that. Like, oh, someone flips you off, cussed at you, did whatever. They don't know who you are. You don't know who they are. Whatever it is, what hey, keep it pushing, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and um. Yeah, that's just the main things that I can fo- I can work on as of right now. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I, I my thing is I just try to um. I literally it's for me it helps me like ground myself with just like breathing and staying like very purposeful in my movements, and just like just looking at that person. For me, I I go full on, um, which I've learned from the Four Agreements, and then also from like Gary V, is to have like full empathy for them. I just. Instead of being mad as shit, I feel so bad for them. Like, so bad. I'm like, damn. The fact the 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 fact that they are willing to, you know, try to, try to frustrate me and try to disrespect me and try to say these words. Obviously, if it's a physical altercation, that's completely different. Like, we throw in hands, but like. If it's like a word thing or it's either actions as in like they do smirks at you or they look at you, I just try to don't even look. I just don't even bother. I mean, I'll acknowledge them and I'll just laugh or I'll smile. Actually, I won't laugh. I actually do smile, though. Like, I just smile. Just kill them with kindness. Because obviously, if you're willing to do all that stuff, I think um, you're going through a hard time. And I'm not going to get in that game, you know, um, What's that? Nipsey Hussle said something about clown shit. I don't know if you remember. It was it was this interview. I think it was on Big Boys. Do when he know? was talking about addressing like the six nine thing, like basically like when people coming in with like that negative energy, you gotta ignore it and focus on like the real. Mm-hmm. That too, and it's like you know he also said it's at that same interview too. He says something in the words of you know. I don't want to join the circus. Like, I don't want to be with these clowns. So, mm-hmm. like, why am I going to sit here and play with them? So, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, I don't know. If you're trying to be disrespectful or you're trying to do something or you're trying to alpha, alpha, out, out alpha me, like, you can have that game. Go ahead. Crown yourself the alpha. Yeah. Like, I don't do things for, like, um, to be better than somebody. Or I don't try to belittle someone like i'm in my own game i got my own family i got my own goals i don't give a fuck about what you got going on unless it's something great and interesting and with good intentions and you're a great guy then i'll be interested but if you're just moving off like you know being grimy and you know doing things that you know something that i wouldn't really be fond or i wouldn't want to hang out with that type of person like i just trying to like avoid um playing in their game because th- we don't value the same things mm-hmm. you value trying to make yourself look tough like i'm good with being soft in your eyes like i'm good with the way i speak what i talk about what i choose to talk about and the way i dress the way i look i'm good with me like obviously you're not because you're judging and you're trying to tell me how i look obviously you know go ahead and good luck you know have fun with that game but I'm going to do me. Hopefully, you doing you works out long term. All I know is uh, 
you know, history shows when it, with that perspective and moving with negativity, like, it don't. Mm-hmm. That, that energy you're putting out is going to come back to you in some way. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a, in a Nipsey interview, he was talking about that. He was like, yeah. you know, the energy you put out is going to come full circle. You know, it's in the Bible. Um, so if you're constantly being negative, using every breath that you have, put people down, talk about people in a negative light, maybe do things negatively, um, you know, one day that's going to come full circle and somebody's going to do something negative to you. And you're going to look around like, why me? It happened to you for a reason. You were the right person at the right time. But if you're spreading positivity, love, and you're being a good person, it just, in my experience, shit just goes a lot better when you're mm-hmm. you're being genuinely being a good person. You know, things fall into place, right? When you don't burn bridges, even when, you know, you might feel like somebody can't do nothing positive or good for you, and you still, like, you know, treat that person with uh, respect. You know, what you said last last week when you said, you know, treat the janitor like the CEO. You know, that's 100% true. You just treat every single person you come in contact with, you know, with respect, love, and respect. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You just, I feel like you just have to give more than you receive. Mm-hmm. I actually just try to give all of myself to, like, people and, like, within my honesty because I think there's a lot of value. And the more you give, the more you receive. And I don't expect it to. That's the thing. I don't – I actually don't need nothing from anybody. So mm-hmm. it literally comes, like, full circle. Like, the more you give to people, whether it's money, a perspective, a mood, a mindset, so much more you get back naturally. Yeah. with no expectations um what would you add to that i don't know if, what you think um one thing I, i'm glad you said you do things for people without an expectation of getting something back because a lot of people do that or they'll keep them tallies in their heart so they'll sit there and be like oh, okay i say i brought groceries for this person or this person i loaned them money or i did this this and that or maybe i gave them a ride hey i gave you three rides yeah, yeah, like I expect the same in return or I'm going to do in these things so you can, you know, do give them back or do them back for me. And it's just like if you're going to do stuff out of love uh, from your friend or family or anything like that and then you expect it back, you're not really doing it. You're doing it for future investment. You know what I mean? So if you really going to be about that and and show love and do things out of your, the kindness of your heart, actually do it out the kindness of your heart and just don't keep them tallies because it's just going to be a fucking mind game. Oh, I did this, this, and this for you last year. You haven't done anything for me this year. It's like, come on now. Like, you're keeping tallies. Like, it shouldn't it shouldn't be anything in that nature where it's like, okay, Juan, I brought you groceries or I bought you dinner five times in a row. <laughs> so you should buy me dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you should, you should, um, how can I say this? You should, you know, be kind-hearted when it comes to all that. Yeah. Give to give, mm. not to give to receive. That's kind of like the way I think about things. Yeah, the scoreboard shit, you you can have that. Those type of people never last in my life, too, mm. that always um, give to receive. Yeah, you're expecting something back. To me, it's like I do not want to play that game. I, I do things because I want to do it. I never do things because I have to. Yeah. So the, the moment that I start to do things that – that I feel like I need to doesn't, I mean, obviously it depends, right? But like, it's a goal ambition. Obviously you need to do these certain things, but when it comes to like giving stuff or doing stuff for people, I do it because I want to never, ever, ever will I ever do it because I feel like 
oh, I have to do it because they did this for me. No, no, no. Because I feel like once you play that game, then I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Like when we were hooping, you know, I had to give you buckets. You know what I'm saying? I had to give you buckets. This is probably the first (laughs) lie on the podcast. (laughs) I never heard this. Oh, Oh, I remember the last time that we played. uh, Go ahead and lie. uh, On national The last time we played, I think I um, lost. I I did this crossover move. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, but I did win. I didn't win. You I still lie. I hold it in my head forever. You won. I've been consistent by saying this. The you last time we played, we... I won consistently. It was right there at Mama's house in the backyard, which I'm sure you guys still have that basketball hoop. Might be an older basketball hoop, but I did. Yep, I'm holding that to the grave. Oh my holding God. that to the grave. I hate you so much. Well, so um, since we're lying, we're going to go ahead and since wrap up lying. this episode. We appreciate you guys for all tapping in with us, man. I, this was a good podcast, good episode. Um, once again, like we said at the beginning, thank you guys for continuing to support us. You know, everything's going, you know, beyond better than what we imagined. You know, like, you know, the the at the very core of us, you know, starting this, we said we don't it don't matter if it's just one person. If it's just one person that listens and makes changes for the better in their life, we would appreciate it. And we would, you know, still do it. We don't do this for bread, we don't do this for profit. We do this out of the kindness of our hearts. So we're, you know, we're not given to receive. We're given to give. You know, we're sh- we're showing love. We're giving you guys advice from experiences in our life, stuff that we've been through. So we appreciate you guys, and we will see you next time on Self Revelations. Sheesh. Audacity.